Hi, and welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist. I'm your host, medium and intuitive dating expert, which I have to laugh at at this moment, Marissa Liza Pell and uh, co-host. We're we're, we're talking intuitive twist, and today's show is a twist because you are putting yourself out there. I'm CJ Weston, relationship expert and strategist. My my bra strap's coming down. I'm getting so nervous. You're doing that on purpose. No, I'm not doing purpose. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we've had a lot of women here. and I'm looking for the LOML. There's no conquering an LOML. Why do you use acronyms? Love of my life. Oh, my good. Yes. But you've stated all these other women have been love of your lives. Well, at at some point they are, but then I realize they're not the LOML. (laughs) So you realize it quickly and then you realize it slowly. (laughs) Some take longer than others. Like Sarah. Sarah's still out there in Colorado waiting. We're going to call her. We're going to get on that. She's getting on. Actually, her best friend may be coming on next week. I'm gonna. We talked to her, and she said that if she comes on, maybe Sarah will come on. Yeah, the hope would be. Can we, t- can we tell our listeners about the recommendation letter just one more time? I mean, do you want to do that now or get into the no? The, just that we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, but we're gonna read the rec- the recommendation letter again. You mean now? No, then. I don't think now. I think, and honestly, I noticed we, we've read it before with the receptionist that was out there. There's a new receptionist, and I was just wandering around out there. There's, yeah. there's a couple people that I'd like to ask out, so maybe we could bring them all in. Okay, we'll do like, that next yeah. next time. We could read the recommendation letter, and, and it's it'll be like, yeah. All right, and this doesn't happen often. No, she but, never gets nervous. But something else. I'm I'm going to be on the I'm going to be on the uh, spotlight today as far as my dating life. I actually went out with a guy. A couple times we had actually met at a one of my historic tours, which I don't usually meet men at my events because it's usually all women. Usually men are like dragged by their wives or, right. you know, so this was a historic house tour around Halloween. And he showed up there with a girl. So I just thought he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's he's cute. But it's usually the assumption. Yeah. He's with the girl. Yeah, that they're the girl. But I, there, there was there was some off there. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's their first date. But I had a feeling there was some history. But I was just like, all right, I'm not going to look at him or talk to him because I just I stay away from people if they're, you know, with another person. It's just the way I am. Of course, you normally wouldn't ask someone out if they're with another <laughs> yeah. person or if they saw you with another person, they would assume. Right. So I'm not going to like go up to him and try to like at my event, like ask him out, which I don't ask him out anyway. So it's not that's not going to happen. It'd be equivalent to like going out to dinner with just a, a, a like if you and I went out to dinner and I were to ask out like a hostess or a waitress, that'd be the same exact <laughs> exactly. thing. So anyway, after the event, he did come up to me and talk to me and we uh, we we talked and I was like, oh, great night out for you and your girlfriend, like putting it out there. Of course, I was trying to find out, but I did it in a smooth way, which he didn't know I was doing that. But and then <laughs> and then he said, no, she's just a friend. And then he actually found me on my Facebook fan page and started messaging me. And then we went out a couple of times Connection and then was made. Then then he pulled a disappearing act. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And we all know the men Disappear. What, and the women. Stop saying women. Okay. Yes. Who pulled disappearing acts. And everybody always wants to know why. Well, you know what? He contacted me about a week and a half ago, and he is here in the studio to explain himself. He's alive. And, and honestly, I can't believe he did this. I got to give him all the credit yeah. in the world because men pull disappearing acts, women pull disappearing acts, and, and 99% of the time, you don't get an explanation. And right. if you do get an explanation, it's not on a radio show. So, Del, <laughs> um, big up to you, man. This is huge. This is huge. Thank you so much. Thank you. I give you a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah. We're really happy you're here. No, me too. Me yes. too. So I'm not going to ask these questions. I, I really feel weird. I think you should ask the questions. Okay, Dell. Um, <laughs> can you explain? I mean, what is the reason for the disappearing act? Well, uh, okay. I think we got to get something straight here. <laughs> okay. All right. I show up to one of Miss Pell's events. Okay? Oh, my God. I'm Marissa. Okay. 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 <laughs> I mean? All right. So I'm looking, you know, for maybe to see a ghost or something. I don't really know. I bring a friend. Okay. And we're being brutally honest, right? Yeah. 
All right. So from the minute I walk in the door, she's laying it down thick. I mean, thick. On who? Like, Wait, like, she's flirting, I mean, I'm right? talking signals. Oh, okay. Okay. And like, oh, my God. Okay. That's such a lie. Why is it a lie? Wait, let's go. Del, what were the signals? Del, what were the signals? This is not even true. You're lying. I'm going to stop you. Stop. He's lying. Del, what were the signals? Like, I mean, it was... You she might as well have had a sign over her said that said, "Come talk to me." Okay, can you be more specific? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing okay, now. No, she was subtle. She was subtle. Uh, she was subtle. Because okay. <laughs> that's my reputation here. That I am not one of those. No, women. she was not. She's very polite. I'm just teasing. Can I, can oh, I okay. just say okay. that I was there. I was there, and I saw. I okay. I've known Marissa for a long time. Eight years. Thank yes. You. I could tell, you know, she wasn't being over the top, but I could see Dell's point because I could tell. Oh boy! As soon as I saw Dell, I was like, oh boy. She's attracted to this one, you know, and I, and, and I could see right. it. I could see it. And he thought you were my lesbian lover. Yes, he did. I did. I didn't know that. Or... Yeah, because I, I didn't have a ring on. Right. right. Yeah, now, I, I saw you and I thought, uh, well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> the one the one woman who was there was like old and haggard. And I expected her to start talking, you know, like she was going to be like the medium. Oh, just... not one of us. But no, the... no, 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 okay. no, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> just somebody else there. Yeah. And uh, and there's beautiful young spry woman starts she talking and um you. and she you know, talked and she had a, a great head for business and well versed and very attractive and appealing all around so um now i honest, i honestly picked up uh, on it right away it's just my personal interest so yeah. it's very professional about the tour and uh you know she uh, accepted a challenge um, <laughs> yeah you could talk challenge. about that she, uh, well i guess some of i mean I don't. I know nothing about being a medium or anything like that. Thank <laughs> God. Um, but uh, she didn't want to go in a basement. She said something about I don't know bad spirits or dead people or something. Right. So I, you know, I was like, well, I want to. I said, you know, I'll go if you go. And she goes, okay. And and she went. And I got to give it to her. I mean, it took a lot of stones to do something like that. So yes. again, I mean, I, I give her a lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. So. Jesus and then fun. I felt the energy as we walked down the stairs. He was behind me and I still wasn't sure what his interest was. Like if you just, you know, people are interested in mediums. They want to talk to you about the event and blah, blah, blah. I still wasn't sure. Like, is he just like interested in what's going on here? What's the deal with this guy? And uh, I felt the energy there like he was go. behind me. And I was like, magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt it after uh-huh. in the basement. So I'm like, all right, oh, that's so hot. He's got he's got some. It was like a, ma- a male drive just going right through me behind. Oh, me. Like, oh boy. Sh- Wow. So then, <laughs> then I pulled, I pulled a very subtle act on the way out. You did. I did, which was a, a game changer. And I, I, I'm not one to hit on a man. Like I'm just not just like that, but I will, I'll do something very precise and very poignant to get my point across and still look classy about it. And that's, that's what I did. So he walks out and I'm standing there and I just look at him. I gave him some energy. I'm like, keep in touch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with energy. Yeah, with energy. Ooh. Signed with energy. And I gave him a look and I knew I'd hear from him and I did. But I didn't know where it was going. Where yeah. and I, and it didn't and it actually well Where did it go? Yeah. What what you know, I want to bring bring Bob Grant on the line. Beautiful. Relationship headquarters. This is our relationship expert that comes every, you know, couple weeks to the show. After that, we're gonna bring my psychic friend Heidi on the line too to, yeah. to assess this situation. Scorpio versus Scorpio. I wanted to have something that was, you know, I wanted to make it fair. You know, Scorpio versus Scorpio. I thought maybe would be the yeah, right you thing had to something do. in your pocket. Yeah, oh, I have more in my pocket too. Donna <laughs> Drama brought me flowers today, so she trumped you on that one. Had a girl. Yeah, had a girl. She, we had a little fight. Yeah, so she uh, she gave me flowers again this week. 
<laughs> Two weeks in a row. She just, she just really <laughs> wants to make up for that. We, we, we just keep having fights. What can I say? Um, anyway, no so anyway, yeah. So I just want to say from my end of things, Bob, are you on the line, by the way? I am. And you know what? I'm going to bring my psychic friend on the line right now, too. I, we might as well bring everybody on. Heidi, are you there? Up. Hey, Marissa. Okay, I want to I want to tell my side of things, then Del can tell his side of things. Then you guys could ask him questions, whatever. But I thought we really connected. Like we went out on a date. I hadn't been on one in a while. I was like, I'm going to try this out, and we went and we had a great time. And we had a lot to talk about. And then we actually went out a, a second time, but it was kind of just meeting up in a, in a remote location, not remote, but like you know, <laughs> like, like we we met at a mall that was like halfway, not in like the woods or in a barn or something like that. Um, and all of a sudden, I like, like that version better. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, I wish I could tell you. Cell phone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take him into an abandoned historic house to be like, "Hey, you want to talk where we met?" You know, <laughs> wink, wink. But we were connecting, and then all of a sudden, I felt like that that point where somebody starts to pull away, and I knew what was coming, and and I felt the vibe, and I let him know I mm-hmm. felt the vibe, There's and then I didn't hear from him again for like a month, and then. His cat posted on my Facebook page. Oh, now that's yeah. my issue. Cat. <laughs> Post your cat on my Facebook page because I do, do webcasts every week, and I had a baseball hat on, and the cat posted <laughs> that the baseball hat looked really good on me, and I'm like, I didn't hear from this guy in a month, and his cat is posting on my Facebook page. So I'm thinking he's trying to be a little under the surface, not maybe want somebody else to know if he was seeing some other girl. I didn't know what was going on, but I definitely wasn't responding to the cat. Or, or, uh, or his cat's a poster. Yeah, yeah. His cat was an imposter for him. Sure. He, he was he was using his cat's Facebook profile, and his cat didn't know about it. I don't believe that. I believe it was the cat. <laughs> so he's so, dishonest. No, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> so anyway, so after that, he wrote me a text like, hope you're doing well. And I was like, hope you're doing well. And then we didn't talk again for another month. And then he wrote me a, a very long text explaining uh, about a week and a half ago. You know, he was sorry. And I don't know how much you want me to talk about that text. But then I was like, all right. Well, he's like, how's the radio show going? I'm like, actually why don't you come on i'll totally forgive you <laughs> and he's like all right and so we kind of made this plan and and i i guess i'm leaving it up to you guys to figure this out because this is where i was coming from so who would broke well okay okay so where do you want to start should we start with bob you know dill i mean dill i would i'm as interested with cj ask um because i was i was laughing so hard i was offline just listening and marissa certainly you've you bet your match. <laughs> wow. Someone um, got that kind of swagger, but I, I know you sent her a text, but I'm with CJ as to, can you give us a brief version as to why you sort of disappeared? The reason I ask why is, 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 I mean, you're in a, not a hostile environment, but you know, you're on <laughs> Marissa's radio show and most guys would never do that. And you handle it really well. And then you disappeared and I, those don't fit. So I'm, I know there's a reason, but that's why I'm really curious as to, why you would do that because most guys that would do that would never come on a radio show and yet right. here you are agreed yeah right. well so yeah, yeah give us some Del, idea well Del, i'm just gonna ask are you comfortable reading the text that you sent her uh yeah i mean i don't have it on my thing but jig but if you yeah, guys I explain i'm sure you do yeah do you want are you comfortable with that <laughs> i keep the whole text log yeah do, go ahead do you want me to read you it or no right? that's up Beautiful. to you go ahead listen i'm gonna <laughs> say it straight out like i can't categorize why other people do what they do, you know, but like, I don't have anything to hide. I mean, radio okay. or not radio. I mean, it's the truth is the truth. Okay. So, okay. you know, whatever blows your skirt up. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Do you want me to read this text read out it. to give you? Read it. Okay. I got to find it goes a little bit back. So you guys can ask your questions while I'm finding it. 
Um, well. I believe Bob was, was, was well, asking. Well, yeah, I mean, can, can you just give us a general, I mean, I know she's going to read the text, and it, it's not, that, you know, I mean, we're having fun at your expense, of course, but, you know, it, it's also, just give me some idea, because actually I really am curious, because it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit with at least the way you, you sound. Well, here's, here's the initial thing. I mean, I've never, any kind of dating experience in my life has never really been a date, just kind of... Um, uh, someone that you've known and you know as friends and you feel comfortable with and then it's evolved into something else. Um, I don't think anybody gets into a relationship uh, thinking that, hey, man, two years down the road, this, is, this isn't going to work out. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, these parts of my life are, are going to be a little bit damaged and wounded. Uh, so I'm not the kind of person that jumps from relationship to relationship because I think that's uh, a little too much on a codependency side and not working on yourself. And at that point with uh, with Marissa, I mean, she is an absolutely phenomenal woman and uh, very intriguing. And I was happy to go out with her. But I, those are probably like some of the first real dates I've ever gone on. Like, hey, let's officially go out. So it, it was awkward I'm, for I'm, me. I'm sorry. You, you, mean, you mean like first real dates ever or like in the past couple of years? No, like first real dates as, as opposed to how it's always been in the past where I've known somebody from work or i've known somebody for a friendship so this was a new experience for you yeah this is a new experience so it's just kind of like (laughs) i couldn't exactly go on match.com and just feel comfortable sitting down at a table Mm -hmm. with somebody so sitting down at a table i mean she had a lot to offer and i realized that i didn't feel like that uh i had all my ducks in a row in order to put myself out there and that's that's to me it's unfair to myself it's unfair Mm -hmm. to her and it's unfair to uh an attempt at a relationship Wow. Wow. So here's my question, though. Like, we were talking for a while, like, leading up to the the point where you kind of walked away. And you kind of didn't let me kind of feel that you made it seem like you wanted so much more, like the things that you were saying. It wasn't like you were distant the whole time. You know what I mean? I told you a couple times that it was very hard for me. You did. But then we kept, I guess we kept going. I have a question. Yeah. Donna Drama coming at you. Yeah. So, why didn't you explain that to her instead he, of just cutting he, her off? He told me a couple times that he was feeling right, like he that, was feeling but, it, but he didn't. When he once made the decision, I'm not going to talk to her anymore. Why didn't you just say, "Listen, this is too much for me. You know, I, I think I think I'm just going to back off. I, I wish you well." It wasn't like a planned out decision. Like I woke up and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have Cheerios for breakfast, and I'm also not going to talk to this girl anymore." But it. I just, I, I honestly didn't understand. I personally didn't understand exactly what was going on with me because, again, here I have somebody who, who has all these wonderful amenities I get along with really well, and it struck me as odd as why couldn't I connect? So it really threw me off. It wasn't intentional. Absolutely, I should have, I should have uh, cowboyed up better and tried to explain it better, and that's a hundred percent my fault. But instead, I just more immersed myself in uh, in work and other things that I had going on in my life. But I did not mean for it to be just kind of what it may have seemed. So I apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, who's, and you who's did the right thing. You're you not going to do that again. You explained it. What's that? Who's to say that you're not going to do that again? Like, how should she trust that? That's my. Well, that's that's the one thing I worry about I too. I right. mean, I have the. I have the here, text. We have the text. We're going to read it. And I'm just going to say, Jandana, in, in response to your question, I mean. Everyone deserves a second chance, but if anyone deserves a second chance, it's Dell because he came back. He's doing the right thing. He's explaining himself. So I'm going to read this text. This is completely out of the left. This is completely out of left field, and it took me some time to figure it out. However, when I did, 
I felt I owed you an explanation, whether you care or not. I punished myself and allowed the pain to resonate when I make a relationship work, even though it was almost a year since my ex and I broke up when you and I hung out. I have problems with acceptance sometimes, and when I fail at something, I feel that if I can, if I can make it work, then I redeem my self-worth. It's a self-inflicted wound regardless. That's my dysfunction. I couldn't really understand why I couldn't open up to you and just be myself. I imagine I was still licking my wounds from my last failed relationship. For that, I sincerely apologize. For what it's worth, I owed you at least that much. Kind regards, Del. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that, that was really, mm-hmm. I mean, I was really impressed by yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, my intuitive feeling still is that there was an ex in some way involved in this situation. That's my psychic feeling that even if she was involved physically or whether she came back in the picture or whether he just didn't move past her. I felt that that was an, I felt that that was a factor. And we didn't talk about that. But I think I Heidi was. I think Heidi has some insight. Yeah, yeah Heidi. I do. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So. Wait, first I, of all, let me tell everybody who you are. This is oh. Heidi, and she is a Scorpio, and Heidi Dell's a Scorpio. So I figured this would be a great, you know, match because, you know, Scorpio, Scorpio, sure. right? Sure. You understand them. Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, Dell. Hey. So, first of all, even before the text was read, I was, what I was feeling, what I was hearing intuitively was, and, and I don't know how you're feeling at the moment, but when you decided to kind of disappear... I was feeling that you were sensing some anxiety, some fear about about this because I get the impression that this is not something you've experienced before with a with someone like with someone like Marissa. And so, I mean, I feel like I what what I'm feeling intuitively is that you were sensing that things could move along quickly, quicker than you might be comfortable with. And so you got scared, and so you backed off a little bit. When I heard the text, it was, I mean, that came straight from your heart. And I, I mean, I'm actually feeling a little, <laughs> a little emotional because I thought, my God, wow, for someone just to say that, to put those words out there, I mean, that's just not willy-nilly. That's, that's really heartfelt mm-hmm. emotions that you laid out there. And you were like, for whatever it's worth, this is what, this is what I'm feeling. This is where I'm coming from. And I can understand Marissa's reluctance going forward if that's what you are choosing to do, Marissa. And like like CJ said, I think if anyone deserves a second chance, Dell deserves a second chance. Agreed. Because I agree too. I mean, he. I I just feel like deep down he's got a really good heart. Yep, and it's and Scorpios. You know, we we can be really tough, but I want to tell you, deep down, we are very very sensitive beings, mm. very tender sensitive beings and we feel deeply so i'm you know i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him my you know i'm giving him my vote <laughs> for yeah, whatever me for. too yeah. i give him my vote Actually, and me too that, yeah that was yeah me three mm-hmm. yeah and the, it, it may turn out either way it may happen again it may not but that's something marissa has to take a risk on if she's willing to because love involves risk what does bob think yeah bob yeah bob Actually, Dale, let me, let me ask you a couple of questions, because um, I, I think I've got a better idea as far as the, the bravado. Is, is Donna, what you felt with her, are, are you okay with feeling that again? No, not Donna. Me? It's, it's me, Bob. I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, Marissa. My, yeah. my fault. I mean, Donna um, is sitting next to me. <laughs> but, but. I, mean, I mean, being overwhelmed or scared because she, she's going to hurt you at some point. Not hurt as in horrible, but just. Anyone that gets close is going to hurt you again. No, I understand. And so, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I, mean, I mean, I don't doubt you get it. it. It's the 
I don't know that just the front part of your brain rationally is enough as in it's going to feel out of control because you didn't come back on just to get one more date. I mean, you could, I mean, I'm assuming you can, you know, you can get that with someone else, but you're actually, this was enough to actually come on a radio show. And that feeling you had is probably going to, it may be one date, maybe five dates, whatever. And I don't know because if you just separate to make that go away, um, I, I don't think it's a mean thing. I don't think it's an ugly thing. I don't, I don't think it's that. It's, um, I think it feels out of control or, or something similar. So I'm, I mean, is that the risk you want to take with her? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, the difference was, is that in my past, I've learned the difference between something that was the act of, of dysfunction and why you do it over and over and, uh, and just the fact of that you're not at that place in time in your life to, uh, you know, to proceed forward. And that's kind of what I found out. I mean, I look, I like to go slow. I mean, I'm just, you know, maybe I'm slow, whatever. I don't, you know, that's the way I am. But, uh, I like to, uh, do things slow cause I like things to be, uh, sincere. I like them to be genuine. I like them to have a, a rock hard foundation because, uh, you know, I'm not that old, but I'm old and I'm tired of the relationships over and over and over again. I mean, you know, 40s and 50s, people used to actually stick it out because they 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 didn't have any other choice, you know. And these days, everyone's just like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not too happy with this. I'm going to, like, jump ship and go somewhere else. So, okay, so he's willing so to work. No, I, I realize I'm pushing. I won't go much farther. No, you can go as far as okay, you want. Well, <laughs> well, what you said to me sounds, sounds good. It's just it's not real specific. I mean, I, I like it in a general kind of sense. That's different than, you know what? I know I'm going to get scared when somebody gets close. I know I'm going to tend, have a tendency to pull away or get quiet or intellectualize it or something. It's a coping skill. And it's not that you have to be a therapist, you know, to understand all that, but, you know, it's the degree you understand it so that you know with Marissa or whoever, it's Marissa now, that you can give them an idea as to what to do. Otherwise, you know, she'll think it's her or something because it's, I guess someone is, do you know that's going to happen again? Because it, it's going to happen again. Yeah, I mean, not because I say so. No, un- understood. I mean, but I, that's where I think that on my part, it comes into um, healthy coping skills and having healthy boundaries as to as to have a good balance and open communication with um, Marissa, not to just take it all on myself and, and internalize and, you know, just pretend that the world doesn't exist. Yeah, because okay. I mean, I, I'm a little nervous, like I have to say, like, I wonder, like, you know, people do things in patterns and I, and I, and I worry, like, could this happen again? Like, if I get open myself up again and get close to you again, could you just walk away and without, you know, and, you know, could this happen if I get closer to him? So I am concerned about that because it was only two dates. So it wasn't like, you know, the most devastating thing. But if I open up and continue down this road, of course, that's going to be in the back of my mind. Like, is mm-hmm. he, is he going to, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it's a valid concern. It, it definitely is. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's, it sounds like this is something Dell's working on and yeah. has been working on. So yeah. there's definitely awareness. You're, you're aware you can see this going on in yourself. And it seems to me that you're pushing forward in working through it. And I would say there's progress as evidenced by the fact that you communicated to her by this text. Hmm. And I would say that so long as you continue to work and keep that awareness and, and the key may be the communication about where you're at. And I think Dell being here with us today is a is a true testament to that willingness to move forward and, and work on himself and you know. Yeah, we all have work to do. I have work to no, do. No, no, I'm I, not perfect. Yeah, I mean like you know? that that willingness is, is evident yeah. here that Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So Can we can we get to, can we get Dell to cover his ears for a minute so we can talk to Marissa? Yeah. Okay. 
Go ahead. He just took his so, headphones so Mar- off. So Marissa, it, yeah. if you go out with him, yeah. what he's going to need is you have to pace him. Right. I, I mean, you, you. it has to feel like he doesn't get to see you nearly as much as he wants. Right. Because he'll get spooked really early. And I'm, it's not his heart we're concerned with. It's, I don't know a lot about his past, but he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, and and he, he admits it. That, I think, would be the best thing you could do with him in the sense of it's, if you pace it and don't let it go too fast, it may drive you crazy. That's what I think will help him ease into it. All right. So your vote is, Bob? Oh, oh yeah. If, if you'll do that, I'll vote yes. Yay! All right. Well, thanks, Bob and Heidi, for coming on. Um, yeah, Bob, you so can much. you let people know how to get a hold of you? And also, Heidi, can you let people know how to get a hold of you? Sure. Um, sure. My website is www.heidielferguson.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. So I'm I'm reachable in many ways. And what kind of readings do you do? I do psychic and I do I do mediumship, do a lot with spiritual guides and that kind of thing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I think you are Donna Drama already wants a reading, so. Okay. And um, and Bob, how could people get a hold of you? Yes, if they go to relationshipheadquarters.com, there's lots of uh, free reports and offerings that we have and uh, even you know, free articles, and we'd love to have you take a look. Okay, great. Thank you guys for coming on. Really appreciate it. Now we're, we're going to lighten it up a little bit and, and bring on Mally and Joe from the Soulmate Experience in the West Coast. And the Soulmate Experience is, is their, may, their main work. And they're currently in the creation of a sequel, The Soulmate Lover. And they also have a book called 52 Prescriptions for Happiness and Mantras for Making Love. Wow. <laughs> and their husband and wife. So is this Mally or is this Joe? It's both. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi there. Hey. You're, on hey. a, you're on a monumental show where I uh, had put myself on the line today for the first time. I think that's always good. Yes. Did you get to hear about what we were talking about? I heard a little bit of it. I did. And, you know, what came up for me in listening to it is that opportunity to be vulnerable. And it felt like there was some, like, resistance to that because of being hurt in the past. And yet, that's our path to intimacy. Mm -hmm. If we aren't vulnerable, we can't be intimate, period. Wow. Talk to me more about that. That's very interesting. How else can you really be close to someone if you're not willing to show yourself? I mean, we so many people, right? We we want to avoid pain and hurt, and so we back off constantly in relationships. We are not going to get that real deep intimacy that our heart is longing for if we're continually we're shutting down. down. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are married. We are not married. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I totally okay. made a mistake there. Are you in a relationship? We look like we're married. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you guys together? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Coming up on eleven years. I think. <laughs> okay. Well. Well. Great. So. So you guys are are in an intimate relationship. Very. And, and you also, you know, write these books together, and you're a team. And yes. yes and coach together, and uh, yeah. And Exercise have, together. And. <laughs> true. And how did you? How did you guys meet? We met on Craigslist, believe it or not. Craigslist. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How, how did that work? Back in the day. When you know, uh, one of the, the one of the reasons that Craigslist was one of the only, it's not even a dating site, but um, why it appealed to me was because there weren't uh, a bunch of boxes to fill out. In other words, I didn't have to put myself into a bunch of boxes and say, I'm this, this, and this, and I'm looking for that, that, and that, because the honest truth was I'd reached a point where I didn't have any idea what I was looking for, and I was ready for you know, the universe to choose for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Craigslist is just this open forum. And it's a little bit, it gets a little bit seedy around the edges, but I just took my time and sort of feeling through the posts that were there. And after, gosh, I don't know, hundreds of them, 
that didn't interest me at all. I didn't even open them. You can just see a title and I didn't open them. There were only two I opened that felt, that felt open. Uh, and, and I opened them and I met two amazing men. So, Wow. So you had like a bachelor moment. You had to like choose one. <laughs> and did you choose? He had, he, uh, I, I actually had two. <laughs> awesome. Did, and, and you guys, at what point did you guys decide, hey, we want to, we want to do all this love stuff and we want to bring information about intimacy and soulmate and, and mantras and prescriptions. What made you guys decide to, to begin your work and what you're doing? Well, we, we had been in relationship for, gosh, what was it like three or four years? I think before we decided to do any of this. And one day I think we were just realized how credible our connection was. And we made the decision to, you know, share it with everybody, you know, to, to take what we've learned together and what we'd learned previously in other relationships and put it together in a book. And uh, it was an amazing process. Okay. Well, that, that sounds awesome. Have you guys been having a lot of success with that? We have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the book was translated into Danish. It's been translated wow. into Spanish. We've got an audio book uh, that's selling well and uh, does well on both Kindle and, uh, and paperback. Awesome. So which, which one of your, your uh, books would you like to talk about today and kind of give us a sense of, of what is kind of your material? You know, um, our, our main book is The Soulmate Experience, A Practical Guide to Creating Extraordinary Relationships. And it really is based on spiritual principles, but, we, it, but the language, we don't use spiritual language because we really wanted to make those principles available to everyone, regardless of their past or their interest or their religious affiliation. So, And we are, the current book that we're about halfway through, The Soulmate Lover, the follow-up to it is really taking all of those same principles um, into more intimate situations, the bedroom, to, you know, to continue this delicious connection that comes from just what we were talking from about a few minutes ago, creating the space where where you can really bring your full self was it your uh, relationship. Was it difficult um, putting those spiritual principles into hidden terms, so to speak? Yeah. You know, it's funny. We uh, The last chapter of the book actually lays out the spiritual prin- principles upon which everything is based. But no, it wasn't difficult at all because I hosted a spiritual group for many years uh, in my living room, a weekly group, and I had a bunch of people who were just so willing to try out all these ideas. It just became my way of, of approaching things, which is why I went on Craigslist with this kind of open idea about whatever I'm looking for, I'm willing to let it find me. Okay, and you guys and, developed your intuition together, too, and, and intuition's a big part of your work. It, it is. It yeah. is, and, and Molly's got it, you know, got much more intuition than I do, but she's been teaching me over the years. I don't have Same. more. I don't have more. I only have more access to it. There you go. <laughs> okay, and you said you had some exercises for men to kind of open up their intuition and, and their more feminine aspects. Now, why would you want them to open up their more feminine aspects? Huh. Joe. Well, I, you know, I, I think being a, a somewhat feminine guy. You know, I have a, a strong feminine side to me, I think. And I I find that, you know, when, when you're engaging with a woman, that that's a great part to bring forward, right? Oftentimes, if it's just a real macho guy and a feminine woman, there's it's hard to, to make a blend there. So... Doesn't it so take from, down the intensity of your masculine energy that is kind of biologically needed to kind of bring in that balance of the feminine and masculine principle? I don't think it brings it down at all. You know, it's funny you ask that because we have a chapter in our new book called Opening Up to Your Masculine and Feminine Energies. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about everybody opening up to their masculine and feminine energies. We both have the capacity to run both energies. So in terms of a balance, 
one person in a partnership, whether it's a heterosexual or homosexual relationship, one person is generally running more of one energy than another, you know, and the opposite is true for their partner. But there are times when it's fun to be able to play with, you know, I can be very masculine and, and, and sure in a certain situation where Joe has that role completely in another situation. So, in our case, I think we balance it back and forth. Yeah, because balance is the key. I mean, if you get out of balance with that, it could get to the point where you're bringing in all the masculine energy and he's bringing in all the feminine and then sexually there could be a problem, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Could be. <laughs> Though we've, you know, we've talked to a whole lot of people who are, have really interesting and connected relationships and, and doing it differently. So there's just a whole world of variability out there that, that works. But there's certain things that underlie those relationships that are similar. And this, this willingness, which I heard you mention earlier in your earlier talk, uh, a willingness to, to bring yourself and to, and to open yourself up and to feel and to share what's really up for you and all of those things. Those qualities are really the same in every relationship that's working, no matter what it looks like on the outside. So do you guys have like groups for couples? Do you guys have retreats? Do you guys work with couples one-on-one? What exactly, other than your books, do you also work with couples like hands-on? No, well, not really hands-on. I hope not hands-on, but, <laughs> Bad choice you know, words, right? yeah, like, but the, hey, if you do that, we, we'll talk about that too. It's all right. We, we do work with couples uh, more or less hands-on. Um, <laughs> Great. And I, maybe it is the hands-on I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, that sometimes there's, there's exercises we like to do that, for instance, if if you're a couple and you get into a warm hot tub together, there are so many Ooh. cool connecting exercises that you can do <laughs> in a sure. situation. Yeah. yeah, because you're being held up by this, may I use the word medium? <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I can hold some people up. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, one person can totally relax while the other one is holding them or, or massaging them. And and mm-hmm. even if you, you think you're very comfortable in that position, it's amazing what comes up for you when you say, okay, I'm going to totally let go and totally allow this person to support me. Just surrender. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you guys seem to have some, I, I could feel the sparks over the air. This is, this is hot. <laughs> We uh, and that's with me having a lot of feminine energy too. See, yeah, I can feel that masculine <laughs> hotness coming through. So, if people want to get a hold of you, what would be the the best way to start on your program? What would be the best way to get a hold of you, and which would be the best book for people to kind of get to know you guys and to kind of start on this process? Well, I think that the the best way to you know today get get to know us is to go on our Facebook page, the Soulmate Experience. But as far as you know, the the book would be the the Soulmate Experience is definitely sort of the the um, Bible, say, the, the Bible, <laughs> the your, your basic how to book, you know, to to develop and create a, an amazing relationship. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on, and I hope everything's going well out there on the West Coast. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day today. Well, I hope to when we get out there, come and see you guys and connect. Great. Right. We'll try the hot tub. Uh, okay. I'll let you know how it works out. <laughs> All good. Okay. Sounds thank great. Thank you. Thanks for having okay, us. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. And on the line, we have Sarah calling, and she was supposed to come onto the radio. And uh, Wasn't she? Was, did she pull a disappearing act? I believe she I'm, may have. Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. We're wondering, where, where'd you go, Sarah? You were supposed to come onto the show. I know. Yeah, I, I was I was on it, and no one could hear me. No, no, no. I, uh, I mean, like, come on in the studio. Oh, I was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there's still time for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, why not? Hold on. I thought I, th- I, th- I thought you were asked, ah, and you said yes, and then you just disappeared. 
Well, I'm back now. Okay, you're back. Let's have. Let's have, you want to explain? Let's have the disappearing act actually ask uh, interview the, the second <laughs> disappearing act. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that would be great. Oh, stop it. Come on. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm sure she has a perfectly good reason. What's your reason? Me? Wait. Can we no. establish the uh, situation first? Yeah. 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 Do you want to? Um. You. It would be better if you. Oh. Recap. Okay. Well. Yes. Um. We as as we do search for dates, dates. Marissa and I. We search for dates. So we, you know. Um, <laughs> We because we're both looking for the LOMLs, and um, we wanted someone who would be willing to go out on date with me and come on the show and talk about it. So we messaged Sarah, and she was all for it. And then I contacted her, and there was no response, and I was heartbroken. It was just terrible. I was crying on my floor for like all two nights. <laughs> oh, you are not Sarah. For, for two nights, I was on my floor, curled up in a ball in tears. <laughs> Th- this is what you've done to me. Well, if I had known that, I would have come in sooner. Can you? Can, will you make it up to me? That's the question. <laughs> Possibly. Sarah, Possibly. Wow. Possibly. But the, the age difference was a factor, right, Sarah? Yes, it was. Yeah, she's twenty. How old are you? I'm twenty-three. And I'm thirty-five. Romance is timeless. <laughs> it's people. People That's have to great. drop this age you know, difference. It's, it's, oh, you know, there's it's a funny. gap. It's funny. My ex-boyfriend said the same thing. Oh, yeah. How old is yeah. he? Yeah, he's thirty-six. There oh, are, he's uh, older than you. you. Mm-hmm. There are so many people out there with, with, with age gaps like that. And it's very common where the woman is, is usually younger. Now, you have an intuitive mm-hmm. question, don't you? Isn't that why you called? Yes. Okay. Since it is intuitive radio, I figured I'd ask, answer a question. Yeah. So what's your question? Well, does it have to be concerning relationships? Yes, I told you that. Donna Drama <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> hey, Donna. Okay, I guess my question is this. I've been single for almost like a year and a half. And um, the last year every it seems like almost every single person i've met has either been in a relationship like completely emotionally unavailable or just kind of like physically unavailable like they're workaholics they have a really busy life like me and our schedules just aren't like matching up so i'm just wondering is there a point in the near future where i'm going to see some kind of like shift or energy or movement in that area because it feels pretty dead to me right now okay here's what i'm feeling intuitively i feel the last relationship that you had it kind of did a little bit of i I think it kind of put you out a little bit as far as uh shut you down and i think that your energy was shut down and i think it was attracting kind of the same energy into your life and you you understand energy we've talked about it so i think you were also emotionally unavailable for a little while would you say that that would be true oh yeah completely yeah and so you were attracting i think the same energy into your life and i think that's kind of my answer to that um, but yeah, I do see actually some things coming up in, in, in the future. I see it actually kind of with you when it rains, it pours. And I see the end of the spring, kind of like the end of May going into June at the end of June. I think there might be two contenders. Really? Yeah. And I think, uh, and, and you know, CJ is available too. Yeah, Sarah, I'm available. I'm available emotionally, physically. My schedule is very flexible. I am just available. And he will take, he he does nice dates. You do you do good dates for, for the girls. So I've been told. Yeah. He's, he's pretty creative. He likes art, but he also likes sports. No, you don't. You don't I like, like golf and skiing, golf. Yeah. Winter Olympics. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to talk and maybe we could get you on the show and follow some of your love life. What do you think, Sarah? Okay. I think, yeah. I don't know. Okay. She might pull a disappearing act on me. Well, let's remain to be seen. Let's give her a chance. All right. Let's give her we'll a give second her a chance, chance we'll and, give her a and chance. we'll see what happens. So she's going to have two men. I think they're dating prospects. I'm not sure where they're going to go. I'm going to have to look into it once the, the end Should, of May. Do those two around. include me or, or am I included in those two? I think it's like the Back to the Future movie, like kind of like you're the hologram. Yeah. Like we don't know if you're going to show up right. Like right. on, on the, the picture or not. 
<laughs> so I could fade from the photograph. I could be in the photograph. It depends yeah. if Biff comes back, and it depends on if they get into a fight. You're going to be my girl, Sarah. It was meant to be. We're, we'll do a webcast and try to court you that way. But uh, we appreciate you coming on, Sarah. I hope that gives you a little bit of hope anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we will be seeing you, I'm sure, in the future. I'll be in touch okay. later on That's today. That's my intuitive feeling. Easy. We'll be seeing her in the okay, future. Okay, we'll, be, we'll yeah. be in touch. Thank you. All right. So thanks, Del, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thank you, Heidi and Bob. Appreciate the... And thank you, Donna and Gina, for being my lovers, according to Adele. I'm glad glad you realized that I I like men. And uh, (laughs) I'm glad you're here. And uh, thank you to my host, CJ Weston. And thank you. Yeah. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. And 2Date Radio, we love you. Goodbye.